across the board, we have seen agencies that were prepared to work remotely, were prepared to continue keeping their missions moving forward, even when times are extremely tough. Cyber attacks against our nation's resources, against our federal civilian government resources remains high. In some cases, we have even seen increases in terms of the number of attacks. We in the CDM program are prepared to adapt to new circumstances in order to support those agency missions and to support the agencies wherever they have data. The critical importance of federal IT operations in sustaining vital government operations during the COVID-19 pandemic is nearing the status of universal truth. What's much less obvious to the naked eye, and meant to be that way, are the security operations underpinning and defending the vast federal technology enterprise. As the nation takes its first steps on the road to recovery, Meritalk is bringing light to the untold stories of those efforts. Welcome to the Meritalk podcast series, CIO Crossroads, Federal IT in the COVID Crisis. In this chapter, we examine the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, and their Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation, or CDM, program. The CDM program was conceived in 2012 to tackle a massive undertaking, modernizing network security across the entire federal civilian government. Eight years into the task, the program's security tools and architectures have woven a resilient web of protective technology through agencies large and small. This program, its tools, and focus on preparedness have never been more relevant. When the full impact of the coronavirus slammed into government operations in early March, the rapid pivot to telework introduced new attack surfaces from home-based connectivity, as well as cloud and mobile technologies. Leading up to the crisis, and continuing to this day, the CDM PMO, headed by CISIS Kevin Cox, has been at the ready delivering critical, rapid-response security assistance. In this exclusive interview with Meritalk, Cox tells the security story of the past three months, and how, amid that high-stakes work, the CDM program is keeping focus on its longer-term missions. Kevin, you're in a unique position at a fairly unprecedented time. What can you tell us about your experience at the CDM PMO? What are you proudest of? What has surprised you the most? Key thing, when the COVID-19 pandemic was declared and, and when the federal government went into a remote work situation, from a CDM perspective, we wanted to ensure that we could continue to support the agencies in, in delivering our critical cybersecurity capabilities and help the agencies protect their data, protect their networks, et cetera. So we've closely worked with those agencies. We've also worked with the CDM defense system integrators to make adjustments where necessary and appropriate to deliver the CDM capabilities. And in some cases, that has been a shift to a more virtual footing where we can continue to meet with agencies. We can continue to work with their security and system administrators to deploy CDM capabilities uh, so that the CDM program and its its capabilities that are being deployed and its 
overall objectives that are, we're aiming to meet can continue to move forward and move in the right uh, direction to achieve progress. And so at this point, what we're finding, and it's kind of the, the, the part that we're proudest of, but also the surprising part is that we have been able to keep going in, in these different circumstances, this, this new posture, this new footing, so that we are able to continue to deliver at the, the levels we were before and help the agencies get the proper safeguards in place to ensure their uh, networks are as robust as needed from a security perspective and that their critical data is protected. Can you share some metrics to frame the scope and scale of your operation and specifically your pandemic experience? What I can say uh, at this stage, uh, we'll be working with our leadership within CISA to accumulate those statistics across the CISA mission space and, and share that out with you all and the broader public. But what I can say is that we across CDMPMO and we across CISA have continued to move forward in terms of supporting our, our critical missions to support the agencies, to support the other key areas of the, the CISA mission like industrial support, industrial security critical uh, mission areas uh, throughout the country to maintain that, that same level of support that we had prior to the pandemic and where needed to make adjustments in how we provide that support. Let's take you back to the first few weeks of the crisis. What did your days look like and what's your new normal today? Certainly. As I mentioned earlier, one of the things we had to do at the very start of this, because we knew that it was not going to be over quickly. We had to assess from a program perspective and, and from our ability to support the agencies what the new risks were facing us. So we worked to identify risks tied specifically to COVID-19. We looked at how risks that we already were monitoring w would be impacted and continually monitor those risks. That was one of the, the key first things we did. And, and we were looking at risk not just from a short-term perspective, like one or two months, but should this continue, I mean, just based on what we were seeing in terms of when a vaccine might be available, we knew that this could go on for a while, that we had to look at our midterm risks and long-term risks. At the same time, though, we needed to stay focused on our mission and the idea that agencies have data on-prem in their networks today. Agencies had started to move out to the cloud in, in many cases. They have data in, in mobile environments. So we had to identify what we needed to stay leaning in on to get those capabilities deployed as appropriate of the work we had already started, but also be prepared to make adjustments should there be needs around more movement to the cloud or, or more issues tied to telework and be able to see where we can adapt and support that. And we have had cases where agencies were seeing more threat activity. And so where we were planning on deploying different capabilities on a different time frame, the longer time frame, some of that time frame had to be crunched. And we've worked to deliver some of those capabilities more quickly. That was all really part of that initial preparation so that our team, who, like everybody else, really had to adapt to this new reality the folks that are part of our team and all of our stakeholders and partners are just like you and me assessing how does this impact me particularly? How does this impact my family, my ability to uh, keep them safe? 
while at the same time undertaking our very important, very critical mission work. And I have to give kudos to my team and all the folks that we're working with, all of our partners in terms of, I have not seen people miss a beat. We've continued forward, continued delivering high levels of service, uh, continued to, to get implementations in place uh, so that our critical data and networks are protected. In terms of what the kind of the new normal is, we have to look at continuing to support from a remote standpoint. We have to be prepared to shift to potentially supporting more of a hybrid model where some folks are back in the office, some folks are still working remotely, and also be prepared for future changes and be able to adapt to that. So even though things change, I think the principles are the same, that we continue to monitor our risks, make adjustments, we continue to adapt, but stay focused on our mission so that we can be successful no matter where the agencies have their data in helping them protect that data properly from a cyber perspective. Right. And what lessons are you taking away from this experience? That planning and development of the agencies over the years has really been critical to sustaining the remote work now, but also sustaining the important agency missions they have. I think it is a case of understanding what the new terrain is, uh, understanding what potential new risks are in front of us, and identifying what changes are needed in the way that we delivered services and support before to support this new environment. We are a risk management-focused organization within CDMPMO, and so we, from the start of the pandemic, work to assess our risks, both at the short, mid, and long-term ranges, and determine what changes potentially were, were necessary to be able to, to deliver services and support. You, you have to be willing, as you go along, to make changes on the fly sometimes. We're really having to be much more nimble. We always had to be nimble in terms of working with the, the various mission spaces across the federal government. But now with this additional element of the pandemic and the availability of resources in, in different ways that we've had to remain on that kind of fleet footing to continue to be successful and continue to be making progress forward in terms of helping the agencies better manage their cybersecurity posture and, and overall risk management. Are there any stories you can share about the impact you've had or how you've helped agencies solve their problems? Yeah, there's, there's some things that we have done. I can't get into the details in terms of the, the specific cases we've supported agencies on in this COVID-19 environment, but there have been cases where there have been increases in adversarial activity on agency networks where we were able to get additional support uh, working with our system integrator partners down on the ground to get better visibility of what was happening and help uh, determine the right capabilities in this case, CDM capabilities that needed to be deployed more quickly to ensure that the adversaries can be kept out of the networks and that the data was protected. So we do have cases like that that have been really uh, important to helping those agencies. In the future, we'll be able to share more details on that. Sure. So focusing on telework, what's here to stay for the foreseeable future? What have you seen that works well across the federal government? And what kind of challenges, expected or unexpected, have you found? So I'm not an expert on the telework front, 
But what I will say is just the preparations the agencies had done prior to get the the telework infrastructure in place, uh, be able to support uh, a large number of employees working remotely with the idea that the productivity can continue at the levels that it it was at before uh, and that important mission work can continue unabated. That's really been critical to all of this is that preparation that went into having that infrastructure in place. And then as we go forward, that we're continuing to to learn from that, identify areas where we need to uh, make things more robust. And that's to the extent that CDM has a role with that. Uh, we will uh, work to support that uh, and then just help the agencies overall uh, in terms of having the right CDM capabilities in place to monitor where their data is, how their networks are functioning in this new environment to ensure that the network cybersecurity are as robust as they need to be. What are you hearing from mission owners about performance and their cyber concerns right now? Uh, The one thing we have seen talking to a number of agencies is that the level of cyber attacks against our nation's resources, against our federal civilian government resources remains high. In some cases, we have even seen increases in terms of the number of attacks. Uh, and so the importance of the, the mission work that we're doing through the, the Continuous Diagnostics and Mitigation Program remains critical uh, to help the civilian agencies address any cybersecurity gaps they have and gain that better cybersecurity continuous monitoring visibility of their data and their networks to better protect their overall environments, their data, and at the end of the day, help them better manage their risk. Right. Okay. So what's keeping you up at night in this age of expanded telework? The first and foremost thing that we, we've worked with our leadership within CISA is to ensure the health and safety of our team and all the partners that we work with, including the agencies and system integrators. We want to ensure that we're taking the right approaches, that we're not putting our team, our partners, our stakeholders in harm's way and looking to be able to continue our mission to minimize harm to any of the folks that we're working with. So that, that's always been front and center. Beyond that, uh, we then want to make sure that in terms of our our specific mission, that given that the, the threat levels remain high from a cyber perspective, that we can help get the right capabilities in place to get the CDM capabilities uh, onto the agency networks or into their cloud if they have data in the cloud. We also know that our adversaries are continuing to come up and trying to exploit our networks in order to get to our citizens' data, and they they see opportunities in, in these tumultuous times. And so we, the CDM program, continue to lean in with our partners, our stakeholders, uh, to make sure that we're continuing to keep making progress uh, to get the CDM capabilities in place, help make the agency civilian networks more robust, help ensure the right protections are in place around citizens' data so that we can keep adversaries and keep threats outside of the networks and, out, and, and away from the data and make sure that they can't be successful in their attacks to get that data. How is intergovernment collaboration and cooperation working? From my viewpoint and, and our, our program's viewpoint, intergovernment collaboration and cooperation really has been extremely strong during this period. It's really been refreshing to see that in, in many cases, the agencies and the programs haven't missed a beat in terms of continuing to move forward to get the right solutions in place, right 
capabilities in place to protect the networks, protect the data. We've been able to continue to work, as I mentioned earlier, closely with the agencies, even though we're, we're in a remote posture. A lot of the agencies have been. We've been able to support continued deployment efforts, working with agency reps that have access to their networks to get things in place to help reinforce their safeguards, make their networks more robust from a cyber perspective. Uh, we've been able to continue meeting with agencies and planning with agencies and, and our system integrators to continue future work, too. So. We'll continue to monitor uh, as things change, as uh, folks start to move back to an office setting, perhaps. Maybe we go to more of a hybrid footing where some folks are working remotely, some folks are working from the office. So we'll, we'll continue to monitor those changes and make adjustments. We'll continue to monitor the risks around that and keep being successful with the uh, delivery of our cybersecurity capabilities. So everyone is learning as they go. How are best practices being shared across the agency IT teams? And how could those channels be improved or expanded? I see just from our program standpoint with our interaction with each of the federal civilian agencies that we see internal organizations that they're they're sharing information. I know through organizations like the Federal CIO Council, the Federal CISO Council, that they work closely with all the agencies and work to share best practices that are being used throughout the federal agencies. They're able to share uh, lessons learned that agencies are seeing to help really inform how agencies can either assess and see that they're on the right track or see where they have some additional changes they need to make to better support this. You've given a few shout-outs to your team and the vendors. Are there any other groups or individuals you'd like to acknowledge? Yeah, I, I think uh, just... We have a great team with the CDMPMO, and I'm extremely pleased with all the hard work they're putting in every day and how they've been able to work through some stressful times here. Just looking at our, our partners in the agencies and recognizing really every day the important work that the federal civilian agencies have from a mission space standpoint. Uh, and the missions vary across all the different departments, all the different agencies, but the agencies have all been committed to meeting those missions and, and keeping things moving forward for our citizenry and really helping ensure that the data of our citizenry is secure and protected. We've been real uh, fortunate to have such great partners down at the agencies in terms of working to support the CDM capabilities. Likewise, uh, we're fortunate to have terrific partners on the industry side with all of our system integrators. They, too, have uh, been facing a lot of additional stresses with all of this and continue to remain committed to the mission and, and really working with us, working with the civilian agencies. That's just been a real eye-opener for us to see the strength of all of our partners and stakeholders. We always knew that they were top-notch, and it just has been further illustrated during these times. The other thing I just want to call out is internal DHS, internal CISA, we have great intra-agency partnerships that, as I mentioned earlier, our, our interactions with, like the Chief Technology Officer's Office and working on the in support of the TIC 3.0 effort, working with the National Cybersecurity Protection System, working with the, the folks in threat hunting and, and vulnerability management. Again, these, these folks are all committed to these very important missions, and it's 
just been great to see the effect of collaboration in support of the federal civilian space and helping make sure that agencies are getting the right mechanisms and processes in place to protect their, their critical missions and data. What are your predictions about what's going to change in government or society moving forward as a result of the pandemic? And what will we do now that's new and what will we need to stop doing in the future? Well, again, I'm not an expert in this space. I can just say from our program's perspective that we will continue to look at how we need to remain nimble and how we need to adapt in terms of delivering our capabilities to the agencies. The capabilities we're looking to get out to the agencies, the idea of asset management and identity and access management, network security management and, and data protection management, no matter how the networks change, no matter how the processes and the the location of the data, the agencies will still need these capabilities to ensure that those data repositories, the the location of the system is protected. So as agency missions evolve with this pandemic and any future circumstances, future events, that we in the CDM program are prepared to adapt to new circumstances in order to support those agency missions and to support the agencies wherever they have data. So that's from our perspective that a lot of it has to do with being prepared, uh, continuing to monitor risks, and then being uh, flexible, nimble, adaptable, regardless of what the circumstances are, to deliver on the objectives of each of our missions. And in our case, our mission is to help support the cybersecurity visibility and risk management for the federal civilian agencies. Today, we've been talking to CDM Program Manager Kevin Cox. Thanks for your time and for sharing your experience with us today, Kevin. Terrific. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for joining Meritalk's podcast series, CIO Crossroads, Federal IT in the COVID Crisis. We hope you'll continue to join us as we take a look at Federal IT's reaction to the crisis, the challenges faced along the way, and ultimately, the success stories that have kept America rolling.